podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Intro roulette. When I think there's going to be an intro, there isn't. And when I've had, I think there's no intro to be had, it comes up and surprises me. Welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a post-match pint in association with Purity around 24 hours ago. Plucky Aston Villa side were trudging off the Villa Park pitch, Dolan, having fell to a 2-1 defeat against Manchester City. Not often you walk away from Villa Park feeling quite jovial after a defeat, but I've got to say, you know, I came away thinking that was a really, really good performance against arguably the best side in the league, one of the best teams in the world, and I'm really happy with what I've seen despite losing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how how's your barnet doing, first? Oh, Formal? disaster! It's not good. Yeah. It's not good at the moment. No. It's getting cut on Monday. You'll be pleased to hear. Yes. What's the plan? Something I don't know yet. I'm not sure exactly what. Well, I mean, we're not here to talk about my hair, though. We, we used to be here to talk about your hair. Exactly. We're here to, we're here to talk about Aston Villa. No, you know what it feels like. Um, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, the fact we didn't touch the ball for the first fifteen minutes, you know, we could have, we could have crumbled. You know. Um, you know, we just ran around like, 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 you know, a, you know, like headless chickens. Headless chickens, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, I was, I was thinking of something clever to say now, but yeah, headless chickens. And um, once I think Joe was right, we just showed them far too much respect, which is unusual because you would always imagine teams under Stephen Gerrard and players like Gerrard to 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 really give, you know, to really g them up before they um before they before they step onto the pitch, and and you expect you expect fast starts under under um on a Gerard but they um we just couldn't, couldn't get the ball off them. Um and then we you know we slowly, slowly sort of got ourselves into the game. Um you know you gotta look at their two goals and and they're they're very avoidable. They're very, very avoidable. And apart from their two goals, I don't remember Martinez having to make a save not really, really in the second half in really? the first half he made a couple but certainly not in the second half really? he wasn't busy at all I mean it weren't much it wasn't a game full of full of chances obviously we had the much better chances in the second half but I don't remember either keeper really making great saves it was it was a game played very much you know in the middle of the park and and uh you look at uh Again, you know, we were in a great position before they scored their seconds and, and that break was just out of this world and you sort of just had to sit there and go, well, you know what, like fair play. I mean, Mings obviously was probably caught a little bit on his back foot and he um he was caught ball watching. Kind of reminded me of the of the Danny Welbeck goal uh, for Brighton. Not, not quite as bad as that. <laughs> no, but in terms of just... I yeah, know what you mean. You know I mean, just sort of... Mings has been Mings has been for me our best player in the last three games. He's been outstanding um, compared to where he was uh, for the first sort of six or seven games under Smith this season. He's been he's been brilliant, and we and we look a better side with him in. There's no doubt. But he, you know, the th- the thing about Mings is he's just always vulnerable to making a mistake. And fortunately for him, a lot of the mistakes he makes they go that you know they get punished. But that was well, just precision from Manchester City. Though was, everything they did was, was absolutely bang on, from Mares' skill in his own yeah. in, in his own penalty area, Fernandinho's pass, yeah. Jesus. So I actually thought, you know, I watched him last night. He's a, lot, a much better footballer than I thought he was. Yeah. He's, he's passed to Bernardo Silva's bang on, and the finish is outrageous. Yeah, you know, no, when, the whole, when the whole ends clapping. Yeah, it's you know it's a good finish because yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, just it, was a, it was outstanding. It was it was an outstanding finish, and and um, you know they go two up, and it's sort of think 
Mm. You know, here we go. You know, this could be this could be fours and fives, but it's it's really interesting. You know, it's like bizarrely, I was like, as a Villa fan, just try and win the second half, just try and win it. You know, uh, uh, we did, um, and then again, whenever whenever uh, they had the set piece, and the commentator said uh, that City haven't conceded a goal all season from the set piece. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, again, you know. George in George's three games, he's kind of he's kind of quashed stats. You know, Brighton's away form, Palace's home form, and then obviously being the first team to score a set piece goal against City. So um, it was a great start. It was a great start, and we we just played so well in that second half. You know, we just played so well in that second half. And there's been some footage flying around Twitter today, just um, just just little little like a little montage of of. Uh, of of our of our passages of plays and 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 you just see the way we that he wants to play. It's it's very one touch. It's get the ball, you know, pass and move, pass and move, pass and move. Lots of little neat sort of neat little intricate triangles. Um, uh, you know, he talks about spaces a lot. You know, the space between each player and and everybody seems to know exactly where where they should be. And um, I thought again, I thought the Campbell was excellent again last night. I thought Cash was really good. I thought to a man, we were really good. Um. But I have to say again, I thought when Ashley Young came on, I think the game changed when Ashley Young came on. Yeah, um, Bradley had a bit of a an iffy time in the first half. A couple oh, of really, a couple of bad decisions where he should have passed it or he held onto the ball for too long. Ashley Young's kind of got that that yeah. know how. Where I mean, he probably can't dribble at the pace that Bailey can nowadays, no. but he's got the know how and he knows when to release the ball. He doesn't yeah. really make mistakes. Young's Young's not gonna Young's not gonna not release that and then do a little flick and then just run into three players you know Young young lays that ball off to I think it was Watkins or, or Buendia but the thing the thing about that is that doesn't particularly bother me because Gerard's not gonna Gerard's not gonna tolerate that like that will not happen again like that he will not tolerate that kind of that kind of play it won't be happening for a month or so anyway well, like, well there is that obviously because he's because he's you know he's injured again but just something about Bailey just hasn't you know obviously the the, the Everton the Everton cameo was was like wow like this is this is frightening. This guy could be the next big thing. And he's clearly just not been fit at all all season. And, you know, he, he, he obviously he's tracking back and you just you could see it straight away. He just pulls up. And when, when players pull up like that with that kind of muscle injury, then uh, as we heard, it's probably going to be, you know, four or five games. And then it's getting back in the match fitness again. And then, so, you know, are, are we really going to see the best of them until, until the new year or, or even the tallest season? Because there's something not quite right there. And um, like I say, when he went off and I thought when, when Ashley Young came on, um, I thought Young, I thought Young changed the game. He just made all the right decisions. Um, and we were, we were dangerous when he got the ball and he, 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 he always seems to pick the right pass. Hmm. I mean, he changed the team again, didn't he? So that's three games in a row where he where he has made change of the teams. But I think there's been a different front three every single game so far. So Buendia came in for Young this time. You know, he's he's made changes. He freshened up the midfield as well. Louise came in for Ramsey. I thought Louise was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I thought he had such a good game. I've actually never been massively keen on him playing further forward. But in the way Gerard wants to play, I actually think playing to that left really, really suited him. He was good going forward. He was energetic. He got around the pitch. And just the, the the nature of his passing, he's a player that's got to be in the team, Douglas Louise, because he played really, really well last night. Yeah, he was. Again, I, I forgot to mention him um, just previous there and the, um, when it was name-checking issue. But yeah, that. he was outstanding. Outstanding. 50 horses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, amazing. How did, he, how did Adam know I was going to talk about Douglas Lewis? It was all like, he had no idea I was going to say it. I've spoken right. Douglas Lewis, and the next thing I know, the stats are on the screen. Absolutely right. incredible right. saying. Great right. producing, he's 10 out of 10. He's out, he's out the wheel, mate. Get 10. the contract out, Adam, whatever you want it. Just yeah, just sign it. Sign it up, mate. You know, Adam's at the wheel. It's all right. The Villaview's the, the back. Um, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be an intro chucked in in a minute or something stupid. Every time, every time, every time he does something good, something bad, he instantly follows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he was, he was, he, and again, Sanson came on and Gerard clearly. Yeah, he looked good as well. Sanson, he came on, he looked, he looked really good. Uh, Carney came on. I think that was a bit of a message. I think he threw him on as a bit of a either a message to the club to say, I want to keep him, or a message to to the player himself to say, Well, I'm, I'm this, you know, we believe in you. I'm bringing you on here against Man City, trying yeah. to win the game with half an hour to go. This is how much I rate you. This is how much I I, I want you to stay. Um, well, Greg says he wants to look at every single player. That was part of the reason why Chuck Mecca came on. So he, he, okay. he, Gerard wants to look at every player before January. So this was his chance to shine. He could have scored though, and that would have been oh, the third mate, game yeah. in a row where yeah. a sub would have made a huge impact. And that, yeah. that's but quite again, telling. Just talking about that that ball from Buendia. Yeah, lovely. It was, was beautiful. You know, absolutely beautiful. And. Um, you know, if he carries on like that, he'll 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 manage to he'll manage to get the Carlos Hill um tag off his off his back. But uh, he again went there with another another game where it's like, okay, I can see I can see what 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 is it Chris Reeve, whenever you did the yeah, yeah. with him, but I can see, you know, what what he what he was kind of so excited about or so upset about, I should say. Um, because over the last, well, I think since Southampton, really, I think since that second half against Southampton, Buendia has been very, very, very good. And um, and yeah, that ball through to Carney. I mean, do, there's there's that thought of can he hit it first time? I don't think I don't think he had much of an angle uh, when he when he. You oh, know, I thought he could have shot first time, but I, could I don't know. I I mean, it's in hindsight, but I, I don't think he had much of an angle. I think I think he I think he had to t- sort of take that touch, but. Um, it wasn't a great finish, but I mean, any power it goes in. Yeah, yeah, he just didn't quite catch it, and it was a it was a great save, and um, yeah, just on on the penalty, really. Actually, what what, what was the what was the what was the kind of feeling on that? Because I'm I'm still I'm quite fifty fifty on that. I watched it back today. I've got to say, it looks like a penalty to me. Mm. VAR have looked at it. I don't even know VAR did look at it, to be honest, because it wasn't clear on the match of the day highlights that I saw. And, Kevin Graham, and, wasn't it? I mean, VAR at the ground, they tell you a, they tell you a decision's not been yeah, made, like a decision's yeah. been made whilst the game's playing when you all know that the decision hasn't been made. They tell you about 10 minutes after. So I've got no idea whether VAR even looked at that or not. But yeah. I don't think Man City could have had too many complaints if it had been given. And that would have been a pathway back into the game as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, yeah. I mean, you've seen them given. I think Mr. George said that if, if that happened anywhere else in the pitch, it's a free kick. So you know, what's the difference? Again, tonight the the the, the Fred, that that, that the, the Fred incident with uh, with with uh, the hair. I think the ref is, was was ready to blow up for that and and, and give give uh, the hair the free kick. But um, sort of that was VAR, really. You know, kind of that's why it's there. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know how I don't know how how. Closely looked like that. I thought, looking back at the replay, I thought, okay, they're they're going to give us a serious. They have to give it a serious look. Um, I've seen but, softer pens given. Yeah, I mean, sure, God, you you look at some of the decisions that, that went against us that went against us last uh, last season. Um, 
Yeah, it was um, it, it, it was it was frustrating because I think if we had got if we had got a second and and and, and leveled it, then um, we could have gone on and won the game easily. But do you, do you was... not think that? Oh, I think if we'd have scored, if we'd have got back, I think Man City might have gone up a gear. I felt like they were quite happy to know. sit in and try and keep what they got. They went two 0 up. I felt like they were quite happy with that. I'm not saying we didn't play well because we did, yeah. but I yeah. do think if we'd have got to two two, I think they'd have turned it on again. Yeah, I mean, there's listen. There's all you know. They're that good. They're, they're that good that they can they can flick a switch. Um, and obviously, the fact we scored so early in the second half didn't really give them much time to find their rhythm. You know, because if if they found their rhythm like they did in the first in the first fifteen in the second fifteen, then you know it could be it could be four or five by by seventy five minutes. But we um, we struck so early that yeah, I'm sure you're right. We kind of forced them to 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 change it, but. Again, I think we have to give our our, our players credit. I think yeah, we, ran their we, socks off. We yeah, we ran our socks off, and it'd be interesting to see the distance covered in the last three games compared to compared to the previous three games before that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm just liking I'm liking what I'm hearing, and I love the post match. I love that post match interview. I love that pre match interview on Amazon when he's talking about. Um, I think you retweeted it and and said I'm with you. When he talked, when he talked about if you're not, if you haven't got that mentality and and you haven't got that 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 sort of hunger to win, then you're playing. You know, you're at their own club and you're and you're playing. You're playing for their own badge. And listen, you know, it's all it's all it's all it's all a bit. It's that kind of gang mentality, and it's kind of us versus them. But that's what we need. That's what the club needs. And and um, uh, certainly felt. You kind of feel a lot more safe when you've got. I don't know. I suppose it's kind of the aura around Gerard and the aura around around you know his presence and what he did in the game because we we don't know what he can do as a as a top flight manager. But just it's kind of having him on your team just feels like just feels like you can beat anybody. You know, you just having him there just feels like you can you you can go and beat any anyone that you face. If that makes sense. Well, he's an impressive guy. He's got you know. I think what he'll have learned from these the first three games is actually despite what we were thinking with five defeats in a row. There's actually a lot to work with yeah. in this squad. We perhaps just we weren't seeing the best of them, but he's a guy that naturally players want to impress. He carries weight. They want to do well for him. He just, just. I don't think really. Obviously, yeah, we could have hoped for three wins in a row. But you know, could he have had a better start really from those first three games? Really. You know, you win the first two, yeah. and then you go toe to toe with Man City and come out by the odd goal and give him a real fright and nearly, nearly take a point. I actually don't think we could have wished for a better start under him. It, it's pretty much been bang on. Yeah, it has. It has. And, um, you know, we're still, we're still missing players. We're still missing Traore. We're still missing Ings. Um, Bailey's not fully fit. So you know, we're still not at full strength. And, and I still think the players have, have another gear to go up. Yeah, they will. I think, fit, think fitness-wise, I love, I love what he's saying about the intensity in training and, and the fact that the players are picking up little niggles here and there because he's he's really seems to be, you know, working them to the absolute maximum, which is again a few things I've heard around the club. Again, not nothing against Smith because the guy's a hero. Well, I, I love the man, like, but it's just things were just becoming far too comfortable for the players. And we all know what happens at Villa when players get comfortable. Um, we tend to get relegated. And uh, I think it was probably just the the right time to 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 make the change, but um, Sunday's big, Sunday's massive, and I think I think Leicester, I think they're 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 very very beatable. They're very beatable. Oh, they're vulnerable um, at the back. They ship all not, kinds yeah. of goals. 
they're not quite they're not quite the Leicester of of you know the last the last few seasons. And um, as you say, there they you know if we can if we can get them on our day and, and things can click, I think we I think we can I think we can get three points on 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 Sunday as well. And you know, I said the next five or six are very very tough, but I think if we can if we can beat Leicester on Sunday, then wow, well, what a start! What yeah. a start that would be. The interesting thing I've found is that the central midfield has been the problem area. I think we can all agree that we didn't feel up to scratch the whole season, really, bar the odd fleeting moment. Now it feels like there's suddenly a a, a lot of competition in there. They're all playing on top of the game. You know, Louise comes in, has a really good game. Ramsey now, you know, how's he going to get back in? Because those three did really well. Sanson comes on for 10, 15 minutes and looks a really good player. You know, he hasn't played much football at all. He's come on against Man City as well and looked fresh and looked excited and done some good things on the ball. You know, so suddenly, you know, that area... Looks looks yeah. pretty good, and I think there will be rotation in the in the next few weeks. I think you probably will see Sanson start a game. I wouldn't surprise me if Algarzi just came in from nowhere and started on Sunday as well. He was perhaps unlucky not to come on instead of Chuck with Mecca because he's made good impact mm. from the bench in the two games previous. Suddenly it does feel you're saying we're not full strength, but it does feel like there's options, options everywhere, yeah. really, except for striker because obviously there's only Watkins at the moment. Well, you got keep, you got. Keenan Davis on the bench. Um, so Keenan Davis is forever going to be on the Aston Villa substitutes. Yeah, yeah, five yeah, six yeah. years now he's been there, hasn't he? Yeah, um, I think Greg Greg said that uh, um, that Gerard quite mm. quite liked him at Rangers. Uh, and and to be honest, we should listen left. to what Greg says because when Greg said Ashley Young was going to play as attacking midfield, I completely laughed at him. Yeah, he's completely spot on. No, Greg, you know he's 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 not a man of many words, but when he chooses to speak, he tends to he tends to get it right. Um, no, that's not great. that's not what all the forums say. No, okay. No, you know he does. He knows his stuff. One hundred percent. I know yeah, who he, he speaks to. So I know he. I he know does. he knows his stuff. He does. He does. Um, he speaks to me. So that's why. Awesome. He's fine. Yeah. information from you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but no, listen. You're right. You're absolutely right. I I just think where we're where we're where we're uh, vulnerable is is at fullback. And In, only injury wise, because obviously target's gone off, hasn't it? So Young had to move from number ten to number three. <laughs> If Cash was to get injured, then who would play right back? Probably to Enzabi, and well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a bit light at fullback, and over the busy period, if we were to get a knock, I'd even bring back uh, Kessler. He's at Swindon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't I, mean, what, I don't know what they do because it does. I don't know. There isn't really anyone else to play there at the moment, other than Enzabi. I can't think of anyone else. He's been, he's been playing right back for Rangers. <laughs> Is it Tavernier? Yeah, I don't think we'll be going to get. I don't think we'll be going to get him. Um, yeah, I just I, I, I still think I'm not for me. Cash Cash is all right. Back and Cash is for me. Cash can be up there with with you know some. He can be one of the best right backs that we've had. I just I think yeah, there's not been loads in my time. Good right backs. No, there hasn't. There hasn't. Um, but I think you know probably what Mark Delaney was the last very was the last great right back. Um, Alan Hearn. Cash for me. Cash for me is our is our right back. He's he's. Uh, you know, if you bring somebody in, it's only as as cover. Um, but I do think listen, I think Target was excellent last season, and he's had shown glimpses all season since Gerard's come in. That, he's that been he, good under know, Gerard. He's he been has, very good, he has, very good, has, very solid. I, yeah, I, I just just I just think I don't know. I just think he's still quite lightweight for left back. It just, he just doesn't seem. He just seems a little bit. You know, he's, he just seems a little bit fragile for me at left back. Um, his biggest issue is pace. I think. I would say yeah. that's his biggest problem. Yeah, I think yeah. Gerard will want someone quick. 
I agree. I agree. And you look at some of the left backs that are that are around around the league and around Europe. I mean, I just think if we went out and splashed thirty five million on a on a left back, um, I could see that. I could see that thirty five million. Did you say? 35 million. That's, that's the going rate. For that's, that's the going. Well, target was 18. So I think we'll be chucking know. 35 million on a left back. I don't say that. Well, unless you know some, it. unless you know something I don't. I don't think we'll be spending 35 million on a left back. It's a lot. It's a hell of a lot of money. How much oh, money have we got? Just, all right, I just plucked it. I just plucked oh, it over there. I mean, like oh. 35 million. I'm not. You know, it was just a round. You're talking like that's no money at all. It's a, it's a ton of money. Well, yeah. I mean. I'm, a million quid's a lot of money, but um, you yes. know, I, I, I wouldn't be paying a million quid for a left back, would you? Well, it depends on who it was. Well, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I think you'll want to I think you want to address left back, and I think you'll want to. Um, I, th- I do think you'll bring in Kamara, and I do think you'll bring in Kent. I just think you will. Do you? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, think, not sure. I think you will. No, I, I think, think he likes them as players, but are they any better than what we've already got? Glenn Kamara, I can see him. Not sure Kent's any better than what we have I in those positions. I don't think Kent is, but I just there's something about him, you know. I'll be surprised if he brings in Defoe as as a as as a, as, a, as an attacking uh, specialist. Calm down now. He's not going to take no, Defoe. No, Although Defoe did leave his his his, his uh, Defoe left Rangers. He left his position at Rangers. Has he left? Apparently he has. Yeah. No, that's, I, I didn't know that. I don't yeah. think he's going to be coming to Villa Park anytime soon. No, but um, probably still a good yeah. finisher. Yeah, but as you said, as you said, you know, there's there's so much to work with, and I think probably George being pleasantly surprised, you know, to walk into a club. Yeah, well, that's um, fair. You know, you look at someone like Eddie Howe walking into Newcastle. Oh, tearing his hair out. Date they're in, although they're you know the so-called richest club in the world, walking into walking into Newcastle compared to walking into Aston Villa. Yeah, Gerard clearly. Clearly, Newcastle was a mess because there's no doubt. There's no doubt Newcastle probably would have, you know, tried to tap him up, but um, he wasn't interested. And uh, you know, you walk into that Villa job, and previously, when 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 new managers have come have come into Villa, and again, this is just credit to Dean Smith. And when when anyone's walked into Villa, it's always been a mess. It's been a shambles. You know, you look at like, even just to go back as far as you know, McLeish. You know, obviously Herded, obviously Hule had done a great job. We finished; it was our last. We finished ninth mm. under Hule. But you look at McLeish and what happened there, and then Lambert, and then the mess that he left, and Sherwood, and the mess that he left, and then Remy Gard, and the mess that he left, and then Di Matteo, and the mess that he left, and it's, it's just it's just endless, endless crap, endless crap. You know, just complete shite and. um Whereas George walked into a club with, as we spoke before, one of the best youth academies, uh, I think, anywhere in the country. Um, and I mean, like, you know, anywhere in Europe. And, uh, you know, a young squad, um, a squad that obviously is not quite fit enough, but a really young squad, one of the youngest squads in the league. Um, owners that owners that have very, very, very deep pockets um, and the CEO that 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 believes in them. And, and you've got 42,000 Villa fans who are absolutely adore him. So already, and that's a that's already. a key that's a key thing as well. You know, forty two thousand people. Yeah, Villa don't get applauded off too often when they lose yeah. in general. Yeah. But then they got applauded off last night because they yeah. realised even the first half actually they still got applauded off. You know, yeah. they can they, they can visibly can tangibly see. see what he's trying yeah. to do and what yeah. he is doing. There's just, as I love Dean Smith too, but you can yeah. see things have changed. Yeah. There was things wrong under Smith. I loved him. I always will love him, but there was things yeah. wrong. 
has rectified those things. I mean, to be fair, you know, in, in a month's time, we could be saying, oh, God, we've lost three in a row. It's an absolute disaster. Yeah, and that can happen at, at, at this level. You know, you can go three or four on the bounce, mm-hmm. like, you know. But he knows what he wants. And, yeah. you know, he'll demand what he wants. And if you don't give yeah. him what he wants, he won't play. No, exactly, exactly. And, and you know, you can see, you know, we, I think I, I I'd said in, in the pre-match, for me, it was a toss-up between Buendia and, and Young, because obviously because of Young's, because of Young's the age. But, if if a player plays well and, and he and he and he stays in the team and I think I think I think Buendia well depending on target I think Buendia will probably start again in that front three and Young might drop the left back or if targets fit then Young will be in the bench so um, yeah, I think Young will play either way possibly although as right. I say it wouldn't surprise me to say Algarza but I think Buendia will play to I think he'll Brendaya, you can now say, like you said, Blair, I can yeah. see what he is now. I couldn't really work out what he was under Dan Smith, and I was thinking, oh, I'm not sure about him. Bit lightweight, he doesn't really suit anything that we're trying to do. He suits what Gerard's trying to do. I don't think he's there yet. I don't think he's putting anywhere no. near the no, level no, of performance no. he's capable of. But I can see what he is now, and that's yeah. an improvement as well. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And there's been players that we that we were slating this uh, before Gerard came in, and and. and you know, even Mings was having a stinker, you know, to the point where he got dropped. And I think we all knew once Dean Smith had dropped dropped Mings, we all knew that was kind of the end. Was I started to think he was there. in trouble at that point. Yeah, because you start making decisions for the sake of making decisions to prove points. I mean, trying to prove a point with no real substance, then, oh, you know, it starts to get a little bit, it starts to get a little bit um, hard, hard, to, hard to watch. And, um, yeah, I think this. I think this. I think the league now is wide open. I mean, you look at what's going on at, uh, going on at, at Everton, and you, you look where, where we want to get to and the clubs we want to emulate. You know, we want to be emulating the likes of Leicester and Tottenham, Everton. Um, seventh, eighth, ninth Arsenal. is there for us this season still? Sorry, seventh, eighth, ninth is there for the taking. I would say. Yeah, I'm not I saying mean, we're going to do it, but I'm saying it's, no. you know, there's no clear team there. I would say they're going to finish seventh. It's easier said than done. I mean, you know, no, we're I get not that, but the, the stuff that look, well, I, can't, I can't even read that. I don't know what's going on with my eyes. What, what points are we on? 16, 16 is that 16? So, yeah, Brighton got a point last night. So, yeah, you, you look at Brighton, you look here at Wolves sitting there in in, in it. Maybe the top seven, maybe that, you know, you're going to struggle to get into that. But after that, you know, you'd expect to be in and around Wolves, Brighton. But without sounding too casual, West Ham kind of broke into that top seven very easily. You know, like they kind of went from relegation fodder with a manager that nobody wanted and and an ownership that nobody wanted and and a squad that, that nobody wanted to all of a sudden they got one or two key players in and um, they just found a way of playing. They just found a way. They just found a way and, and getting in people like Sochek and even Lingard coming in. They'll get him again uh, in January as well. See, I think I think we'll get him. I honestly think we'll get Lingard. We're not going to be talking Lingard and Kent. You said we were getting Kent a second ago. We, we won't get Lingard Kent. here. We'll be going West Ham. I think we get Lingard, Kent, Defoe. And his 35 Lambert, million left back. Tavernier. <laughs> I think Chris Boyd will come in as well. There's all um, kinds of people. We'll, we'll, Lingard will go West Ham. He'll go West Ham. But set eighth place, yeah, that would be a real improvement. That's what we should be aiming for. I'm not saying we're going to do it, but that's what we should be aiming for. For me, I just want to stay in the league. I'm, I'm aiming for survival this year. No, you're not. I am. We're not going to go I down. Am. We are not going to go I'm down. I'm not saying we're going to go down, but I'm not. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, 
I certainly just want to stay up. I'm not. Well, you know, we all want to stay up, but I don't think that's what we should be aiming for. I don't think that's the, they're not going to be round body more Heath going. Let's just make sure we finish seventeenth, lads. That's all we do this season. They'd be looking. They'd be looking. They'd be looking up at eight. No, I, can't, I just think it's far. It's, it's, we're not quite there yet. I think it's it's too much to ask. I still don't think the squads. I just don't think the, the, the squads quite right. I'm not saying we're going to do it. I'm just saying that will be the aim to finish somewhere around there, top half. Well, the, the aim is to win every game, isn't it? And, and that's not going to happen. So oh, yeah, I know we, that. Yeah, so I just think what with what we have and the start we've made, I think we're probably looking at somewhere like between 11th and 14th. No, I'm higher than that. We'll be looking higher than that. I'm not again. I'm not saying we're going to do it. Mm. We've obviously had a, when you lose five games in a row, that leaves you. I think that's a, a fair chunk of a season, isn't it? Where you've picked up zero mm. points, but we'll be feeling okay going into this next run of games. Leicester's very winnable on Sunday. Then is it Norwich after that? No, I think it's was it Liverpool? Is it Liverpool after that? Here we go. There he is. I'm looking if if we can get nine points out of that. It's a great return, nine points would be. It's a big return, you know. I mean, you're looking at Chelsea and Liverpool as as, as the as the as the top, I think. But you just want to again, see progress again against those teams, do. like we saw last night. You just want to see it, give them a game. You might not come yeah. to the right end of it, but you want to see you want to see them try, give it a go. That's what they did. You do. you do. And if you're looking at top eight, if you're looking at top half, you've got to be beating Leicester at home, you've got to be beating Norwich, and you've got to be beating Burnley. If you're looking for, for that top half finish, so we can't expect anything less. I think we'll win on boys. Sunday. I think we'll win on Sunday. Yeah. Um Again, Leicester just they're just they're, they're, they can they they can't turn around when they want to, but they again, can't defend. They can't defend, and I think I think Europe's been a real been a real struggle for them. Um, they're not I, particularly I, they, good in Europe either. No, so they've kind of played. They played last Thursday. They played Sunday. They've played when Wednesday, yeah, and they're playing Sunday. So you know, four games in the space of what ten days. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to ask and. Um, you know, Gerard's been talking about you know, our, some of our lads with the high intensity training, picking up little niggles. <clears throat> you can imagine what they're, you know, what they're picking up in game. Um, and their squad's quite, their squad's quite thin as it is. So they've yeah, had injuries as well. They've had injuries all season, they have, especially they in have, defense. They have, and and if I think if we, with them, if you can keep Tillemans and Barty quiet, then you've you've got a chance. Madison suddenly picked up as now. I mean, we shouldn't be talking yeah. about this now because we've got a, we'll have to do a match preview over the next twenty four hours. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we should probably save it for then. I was going to ask about the Grealish stuff, but I'm a bit bored by it now. I don't really mm. want to. I don't really want to talk about it. I mean, everyone's got their opinions. If you want to boo boo, regardless of Jack, regardless of who, of of uh, regardless of if it's Jack Grealish or not, like I'm a 35 year old man, I'm not going to boo another professional footballer. No, you were that old. I'm not going to boo anybody. You know, uh, it's like you know, you know, when you see like you see grown men or even anyone like you know, furiously giving a player like the wanker sign, you know, and calling him every name under the sun when they're taking a corner. It's like, what, really? Yeah, um, I mean, I find it quite embarrassing when kids do it, but for oh, a fully grown man to do it, a fully grown man in a football top, given a twenty-plus-year-old kid the wanker sign, calling him, calling him every name under the sun is. Uh, it's hilarious, you know. So, no, regardless if it's Jack or not, I wouldn't be anybody, mate. You know, I'm not, it's like it's not really, it's it's not really my thing. But um, I don't know. There's there's obviously there's there's the kind of there's the for and there's and there's the against. I suppose. I think the reason we booed him is because we're all still devastated that he, that he left, and 
he's the best thing to happen to our football club probably ever. And it's just sad the same in another shirt. It's just sad the same lining up for Man City. It's it's just hard. It's hard to watch. It's more sad the same just coming on getting five minutes and not really doing anything. Well, that, that didn't really bother me. No, you know what I mean, though. He's better yeah, than just being on the bench, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But it was just... That's the choice. You know, it's hard. And I, I don't really have... I don't really have... I, I don't have any hatred towards any footballers, you know? I, I, I don't really care. Jolly and Lescott? No, no. No, no. Not particularly, no. Um, you know, we... We got on very well with Gabby Bonlahor and, and he was enemy. He was enemy number one at Villa for for a long time. Um, fans are very fickle, mate. You know, everyone hated Ashley Young four or five years ago, and now all of a sudden, you know, it's okay. But um, not many players come back and don't get booed. In all honesty, I can't no. think of, Milner is the only one I can think of that doesn't really get booed. But I think about the way he left. You know, it was after two years, and he left at the first chance he got. But everyone treats yeah, him like he's a hero. Greedy's been there his whole life. He's gone to a Champions League team. He's playing under Pep. He's playing with De Bruyne and players like him. He's playing with Bernardo Silva, who's absolutely incredible, by the way. You know, and anybody, and I think people just think it's different for footballers. If you're a football fan, you just think, oh, well, he has to stay because, you know, he's Jack Grudish and Villa are his club. Well, I defy anybody to be working because let's be honest, like footballs, it's their job. Even if he's a Villa fan, it's still a job. He still, he still wants to look back at his career and go, he wants to win things. I want to win things. And he wants to play in the Champions League. That was the you know, that was the main was, driver. Not even was. winning things. The main driver yeah. is he wanted to play in the Champions League. Villa aren't getting yeah. in the Champions League anytime soon. Of course, of course, of course. And I defy anybody in any in any job to, you know, let's just say you're working for EasyJet, you know, and you've been an, you've been an EasyJet for your whole life, and you got that, you know, you got the orange tie, and you know, you, you look dead smart in your in your uniform, and all of a sudden, like Virgin Atlantic. Just rock up. Does anyone look good in our orange tie? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, just go with it, yeah? All, all of a sudden, right. whereas, like, Atlantic rock up and go, do you want to, like, work on our, like, first-class jumbo jet and work in, you know, work in the first-class lounge and, like, work with the best and get the best perks and get loads of money and go to loads of award shows and just be the best and take your career to another level? Do fancy it? Nah, nah, I can't. Nah, you know, I've got nah, easy, easy jet. Like, easy jet yeah, to uh, You know, easy jet till I die. You know, I can't, I can't, you know. You know, and the cousins and stuff are big easy jet fans and, and they travel from Exeter to, to, to Hull every other weekend for, for work and I just can't let them down. Oh, okay. Well, listen, there's a trip you can work for. You can work for, for Virgin and you can, you can be flying to Miami and LA and Vegas every, every weekend. Nah. Of course you're going to take it. Of course you are. You know, like, people are upset about the, the my club, my city thing. But I can tell you, for yeah. almost fact, he absolutely did did not want to be doing that. He did not want to no. be doing the kit launch last summer because he knew he was probably going. He put in a position to do it. He, I don't of think course. he really wanted to. He's done it, and people will now hold that against him. But that's not his decision. That's, that's a club decision. You know what? I've been there myself. You know, like obviously I'm not named. How many I'm kit launches have you companies. done? No, not kit launches. Oh, I've. Um, you know, I was in a job where I was the big fish in a smaller pond, and then this massive, massive company came knocking, and we're like, "Do I come and work for one of the biggest companies on the planet?" Uh, yeah, I do, I do, because I want to, I want to test myself with the best, working for the best, in the, the at the highest level I possibly can. Of course, I do. Do I love the old company that that I was at? Yes, 
I adore them. Like, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta move on for your career and your, for your future. And um, I think football fans could be quite short sighted. I do uh, think him coming back last night. I think he did kind of draw a line under it. You know, he's been back now. He clapped the fans. Yeah. There was a better reception yeah. to the, the end than there was at the start. There was tears in his eyes. You know, people will say it's fake. It's not. He, him and his family absolutely adore this football club. Oh, I know for fact that they do. You know, it could, does kind of now draw a line under it. And I think I'm, I'm hoping it's not something we ever have to really speak about again because he has yeah. been done to death now. And that that yeah. kind of just drew a line under it. He's come back. He's played the game. You know, his family were guests of the club. Yeah, with Prince William, you know, mm-hmm. the club hold no ill towards him whatsoever. You can see that by the social media that, that they put out before the game. They say he conducted himself perfectly in in, in leaving the club, so the club hold nothing against him. But they will know agree. his character and know what he's about. Didn't agree with with the post. Didn't think it was. It's a bit much. I, I'm not sure whose decision that was. It was a bit much, but didn't think it was needed. Didn't think it was needed because in fact, in fact, I probably think it probably fields. Yeah, I think, I think that's the, probably fair. A lot of the burn last night because if you if you poke if you poke somebody or if you tell somebody what to do, don't go yeah, out. Fair. You know, wear a mask. I'm not gonna wear a mask. No one's gonna no one's gonna tell me not not the boo or no one's gonna no one's gonna tell me not to 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 do whatever. So I think the post probably failed, if I'm being honest. Uh, quite a lot of the burn because it drew attention to it. I, um, I just didn't think there was a need for that because I think I think as a club you have to move on and. Uh, it was just a bit. It was just a little bit um, amateur, hour, really. Uh, it was a bit. We will move on now. He has drawn a line under it. I think well, it absolutely um, has. Listen, I love Jack. He's a he's my favorite ever player to play for Aston Villa, and um, you know, and he, him and his him and his family are great. They're great people, and um, I have no malice. I'm just gutted that he's left. I'm just gutted that he doesn't play for my football club. Yeah, anymore. of course. Yeah, and that, that's a lot of it as well. A lot of it will come down to yeah. absolute frustration that we've that we've lost yeah. someone of that talent and and, and that ability. Yeah. Now, kids in the crowd, they they know nothing. They know nothing other than Jack Grealish, Bernie yeah. Villa. You know, yeah. I haven't seen as many slip back haircuts at Villa Park this season yeah. as I've done in previous and 20, years. 20,000 20, fans on season ticket waiting lists are are all to do with with kids wanting the the support of Villa because of Grealish, you know and what he, you know, he, he brought us, he brought us sort of, uh, he, he made us like sexy. He made us, you know, he made us cool. And, We've got a manager and, that makes us cool and sexy now, though. I would say. We do, we do, we do, yeah. we do. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's done and it's, it is what it is. And I don't, I don't think we, we played in the game until the last game of the last season. Day, yeah. So, unless we get them in the cup, then that's kind of, uh, it is what it is. I hope so, we don't get them in the cup. No, I know. But, you know, I'd say that's kind of it now. But Ian Taylor's uh, going to be seething, by the way, that he's not your fa- not your favourite ever player. I never I never actually really rated Tails as a player, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. I'm going to clip that up and send it to him in the WhatsApp group tonight. Absolutely uh, going to clip that up and send it to him. I'm still waiting for him to meet me in the bar after the game at Crystal Palace oh, on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, 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 I'll, yeah. See, I'll, I'll see you there. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be yeah. there. You can get me a drink. Yeah, all right, Tails. Still waiting for him. He's, he, he never, yeah. never, never showed Ian Tyler. No show. Classic, absolute classic, disgrace. Classic tales. He, he'll be on our WhatsApp group. You can give it an absolute big ones. So uh, I mean, he yeah, won't be watching class. this, so he won't even know we've spoken no, about him be. unless we send it to. He won't be. Maybe we'll send it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that does us, doesn't it? Oh yeah, here just quickly. Oh no, I, it doesn't do us. Into I was on my lunch break today and bumped into. I was walking down Bond Street and a guy was like up the villa, and I went, "Thanks, mate." And, I, and then I stopped and I was like, oh, do you watch the channel? And he said, yes. 
Uh, I, think, I think he's called Rob. So you said he Rob, was called Rob to me when you texted me. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, yeah, Rob. So Rob, pleasure to meet you, mate. Absolutely, like lovely, lovely guy. And uh, it's always nice when when somebody when somebody uh, is a fan of a channel. So yeah, yeah, it's better than someone standing in the street telling you talk shit. Well, exactly, it's much, much better, isn't exactly. it? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, someone stopped me the other day in the stream. And was like, oh, "Your producer, absolutely awful. He never gets any, never gets anything right." No, he's been good. He's been, he's been decent tonight, to be fair. No, he's no. Tonight, tell you what he did do, though. He ordered some clothes to my house instead of his own house that came to that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky little boohoo <laughs> order arrived at my house. I was like, I don't know. This stuff isn't mine. Is that Adam's? <laughs> so you can't get that right. Let's go. Let, let's call it. Let's call it a night. I'm very, very tired. But thank you for tuning in to this post-match pint in association with Purity and thanks to Dolan for joining me as well. If you do want to get 10% off all Purity's goods, then if you use the code hashtag VillaView, you can do mm. just that. Look, Matt, Matt Muddler is that? He's got his. Nice. Did he use the code? I don't know. Who knows? Well, my brother, uh, my brother wanted wanted to get some, but since Brexit, purely don't ship to Northern Ireland. So uh, we'll sort that out. Go. We'll sort that out. We'll get that yep. sorted for him. Yeah, don't worry. We'll sort that out for him. Of course, uh, we will do a we will do be doing a match preview. It'll either be it'll be sometime tomorrow. I would guess. I don't think it's going to be you, is it, darling? I'll have to draft someone else. Nah, so, yeah, we'll I mean, I could do it. I could. In fact, now I'm off Saturday and we're playing we'll Monopoly come. and watching Christmas films. So. Okay. I'm Big out. Time. I'm out. We'll do it. And then on Sunday, I'm out for uh, I'm out for lunch, and then I'm watching the game, so I'll not be able to do post match pint. I mean, we won't be doing the post match pint on Sunday because I've got oh, to, yeah, I've got to get Monday. back for the game. But yeah, we'll sort something out. Keep yeah. an eye on our social media channels, and we will tell you exactly when the next video is coming out. I mean, after this one, you may not want, want to ever watch us again. But yeah, we've just been chilled, relaxed, having a chat tonight. Quite buoyant considering it was a defeat. So rare to do actually do a post match point where you feel quite pleased when you've lost because I don't think that's ever happened before. So yeah, fair play to Stephen Gerrard's villains. Back at some point in the next twenty four hours. So keep your eyes peeled. Go to bed. It's 11 o'clock. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.